the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Alright, are you glad to be in church tonight? Okay, so we've been running with a certain series that we've been on for some time. And I may suspend it and then move to something else. But in the meantime, let's see how far we go with it. Come with me to the book of Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. We're looking at engaging kingdom principles for promotion. For the kingdom of heaven, let's go together. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talent, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received five talent went and traded with them and made another five talents. Likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. Take note of gain two more. Somebody say gain two more. The one who received five talent went and had five talents also. Somebody say five more talents. Two more talents. Take note of the word gain. The word gain is very important. Maybe you should take me back. Take me back to verse number 16. He who had received five talents went and traded with them and made five talents. Another five talents. Somebody say another five talents. Likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he, somebody say but he. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Somebody say, the master will come. Say, the master will come. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. Somebody say, I have gained five more talents. 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now move on to the next one, please. I think we are in 24 now. Then he who received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said, You wicked and lazy what? Servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money. Take note of that. You have ought to deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. 
Somebody say, God is interest oriented. Yeah, God likes interest. Verse 28. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given. This is why you should never say, I don't have. He said, to everyone who has, more shall be given. And there are some of us, the thing that is very constant on our lips is that I don't have. I don't have. Why are you working? I don't have a job. That's why you don't have. My job is coming. Am I communicating here? Your language must change if your life must change. I don't have. He said, take from him who does not have. And to him that has more shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him who does not have, even that which he has shall be taken away. May what you have not be taken away. And verse 30, he says, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Good. So, we've been looking at engaging kingdom principles for promotion. Somebody say kingdom principles for promotion. You must understand that God desires and is more interested in your promotion than every other thing else. He wants you. When he made man originally, he made man to be on top. That's what God did. That's why it is God's will that you remain on top. The Bible says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion. In other words, let him be in charge. You will be in charge. I said you will be in charge. Anywhere you are limited, anywhere you are obscured, I see the limit taken off your life. And you are taking full charge. Somebody say, I'm taking full charge. Now, what are the key kingdom principles that ought to be engaged? If you must move from one level of glory to another. We talked about promotion. Promotion is simply increase. Promotion, it means advancement. Promotion means you used to be here and now you've gone up there. That is promotion. And we are talking about promotion in all areas. If you must experience promotion in your finances, promotion in your spiritual life, promotion in every relevant area of your life, then these principles we are looking at are vital and critical for you to see and experience promotion. First of all, we establish that if you are going to be promoted by the king, you have to be a servant. Somebody say, I must be a servant. He called his own servant and delivered his goods to them. That's where he started from. So you must be a servant. If you are not willing to serve, you are not willing to rise. If you are not willing to serve, you are not willing to be promoted. The Bible says, whosoever will be great among you must first be your servant. And who will, whoever will be your leader must be your chief servant. That's the first principle we looked at. Then we looked at the principle of small beginnings. Somebody say the principle of small beginnings. There are people who despise little things. You hear people say, me, I don't want to be part of a church that I'm older than. There is no arrogant statement like that. When did this come? When did these people start? Where have you gone? Now, when I hear people say all manner of things like that, sometimes I just wonder, why do you go to a bank and be served by a bank manager who you are older than? You go to the hospital and the doctor that attends to you may be your child. And yet you sit down and then you answer all their questions. You know, when Satan wants to destroy people, he puts into their head a lot of useless thoughts. He blinds them with thoughts that do not advance their lives. 
So the principle of small beginnings, there is nothing that is big today that did not start small. You see, the principle of small beginning gives hope to anyone who is starting anything small. It is a very vital principle. While people who are on top may despise you, when you are starting small, you have to take encouragement from those who are on top. They may look down on you and despise you, but you must look up to them and be encouraged because they used to be where you are and today they are no more. And just as God helped them to be elevated from the ground to the top, even so, God will help you also. So somebody's money may be small now. Don't despise that money. Put it into something profitable. Very soon it will be growing. I see your money grow. I see your money grow. I see your spiritual life grow. So it's important we appreciate the principle of small beginnings. Tonight, I'm looking at the principle of value addition. Somebody say the principle of value addition. Say the principle of value addition. Okay, the principle of value addition. And I was afraid, verse 25, I was afraid and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you know that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. The one who was given five talents went and gained five more talents. The one with two gained two more talents. The one with one gained zero. No addition, no value added whatsoever. Everybody that was given a talent added value. That's why they were promoted. The one who had five multiplied it. He added great value to it. The one who had two added value to it. But the one who had one went. And you see, you see not only did he not add value to it, but he actually made the thing to lose value. Because the master told him, you could have put it in the bank and at my coming, it would have gained some profit. But one, you didn't add value to it. Two, you also deny me of my interest. That's why he told him you are a wicked servant. Because the least you could have done was to allow me to gain some little interest. Some no fuel to sort myself out. But even my little interest, you rob me of it. You are a wicked person. Value added products or services are worth more because they have been improved or had something added onto them. When we talk about value added, we know we understand value added. That's why we have value added tax and all of those things. Services that have been enhanced, services that have been improved, those are the services that we can describe as value added service. So, any service or any goods that have something added on, we can call it a value-added product. A person of value is a person who has value or improves his wealth or improves the wealth of his organization. The focus of this teaching is to make you become value-added-minded. I want you to be a person of high value. It's my dream and it's my joy for every member of the church to become a person of high value. Somebody say an amen. You have to be a person of value. In life, you will be paid according to your value. Where you end in life is always a function of your value. Your value determines where you stay. Your value determines where you live. Your value determines what you eat. Your value determines where your children will go to school. Your value, your value, it's so important. 
People are not paid according to their faces. People are paid according to their values. People are not paid according to the noise of their demonstrations. Sometimes you hear people say, we are going on demonstration, we are going on demonstration. Listen, demonstrations do not bring increase. Demonstrations don't bring increase. It is value addition that does. When you add value, you enjoy promotion. A value added servant is what we describe as a profitable servant. He said, cast away the unprofitable servant. Why? Because he added no value. A person who does not add value will be described as a person who is not profitable. A person of value is a person of great asset. Every organization, every society always looks out for people or persons of value. And I pray that you become a person of value. In your family, when you are a person of value, when you talk, they listen. When there's a family meeting, they say, oh, everybody has spoken, but let's wait and hear what Pastor James has to say. Why? Because you are a person of value. May you become a person of value. But when you are not a person of value, when the meeting is about to start, and everybody is seated, they say, ah, this person has not come. They say, oh, let's continue. Then the meeting will continue. You will not be a person non grata. Shout a better amen. Hear me, a person of value will always be promoted. Take note, a person of value. Somebody say a person of value. Will always be promoted. A person of value will always be promoted. A person of value will always be promoted. A person of value will always be promoted. No conspiracy can ever prevent a person of value from getting promoted. No racial discrimination or political games. You can play it up to a point. But when you are a person of real value, sooner or later you'll be elevated. I see you elevated. I said, I see you elevated. We look in scripture and we see people like Jacob. A man like Jacob, he was super elevated. Look at Jacob. Genesis chapter 30. Look at, these are persons of value. May you become a person of great value. Genesis 30 verse 25 to 34. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph. That Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I may go to my own place and to my country. Now mind you, this is Jacob. He has served with his uncle Laban for a long time. And the time came for him to return home. And when it was time, you know the story. I'm sure if you're a good Bible student, you understand how many times Jacob was taken advantage of. Jacob was cheated. And so when Joseph was born, he knew that his time was up. God visited him and said, Jacob, get ready and go back to your father's land. And when Jacob got ready, he went to his master and said, Master, you know, I've served you for this many years. It's time for me to go back to my father's house. Let's listen to what he said. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and let me go for you know my service which I have done for you. Take note. You know my service. What service are you rendering where you are? The quality, a person of value renders a certain unique service. He says, you know my service. Now, his master knew it. He also knew it. You know my service, which I've rendered unto you. Look at this. And Laban said, may embassy of life members become like that. He said, Laban, this man is speaking. He said, you know my service. And it's as if when the guy began to speak and say, you know my service, Laban said, stop it. Don't go there because I truly know it. Let me tell you. You see, I think this one, I've not told you. I'm sure Laban is somebody who will not tell Jacob this. At this time, 
he may not have told him. He said, Jacob, hold on. Don't talk about your service. Because I myself, I have known by experience since you came that God has blessed me for your sake. That is a person of value. Everywhere you go, may people be blessed for your sake. When you join the church, may people be blessed for your sake. When you join a ministry, may it be blessed for your sake. When you join a company, may it be blessed for your sake. Everywhere you find yourself as a worker, may you be blessed for the sake. In the mighty name of Jesus, may the company be blessed for your sake. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, I know I have learned by experience. This is not theory. This is not prayer point. I have learned by experience that God has blessed me since your coming. You are valuable. That's what he was saying. He said, listen, there are people I can lose, but you are not the type of person I want to lose. Because valuable people are people you want to hold on to. When a valuable person says, I want to resign, the boss says, how much do you need? How much should we give you? Immediately, may you become a person of value. There are some people, the moment they say, I'm resigning, the boss says, thank you very much. Good riddance. I've been waiting for this. Thank you very much. I've been waiting. I've been, uh, I've been wanting to sack you, but I don't know how to do it. But thank God that you have brought your resignation yourself. That shall not be your testimony. I said, that shall not be your testimony. He says, I have learned by experience. You have blessed me. You are blessed. Now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Beautiful. So Jacob said to him, you know how I've served you and how your livestock has been with me. For what you had before I came was little and it has increased to a great amount. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do this again. I'll do this again at Excel service. It has increased to great amounts. It has increased. That is a child of God. When you put something in the child of God's hand, increase must come. From today, whatever is in your hand shall increase. Exponential increase. When we put a church in your hand, it will grow. When we put a cell in your hand, it will grow. When we put a family in your hand, it shall grow. Shout a better amen. Shout a better amen. He said, what you had was little. But since I handed it over to you, it has increased. Now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Take your seat. He said, the Lord has blessed you since my coming. Because you have told me. You just told me that the Lord has blessed me since my coming. And if it's true that the Lord has blessed you since my coming. Since I also came, I have not seen part of the blessing. So now that you are telling me, uh, Uncle Laban, I am Jacob. Give me, let me know what is in this for me. Now, when shall I also provide for my own house? Now, you see, Laban was one of those bosses. He go chop, I know go make you chop some. <laughs> and you see, sometimes, you see, we work for people who seem to be using us. You see, the average African, the moment he feels that he's being used, then he begins to find a way to reduce his value. Never reduce your value because you feel you're being used. You may be used, but God has a way of rewarding you supernaturally. Laban never gave Jacob what was due him. For whatever reason, we can't tell. But when God stepped in, he gave him much more. Somebody say much more. Say much more. That's why I told you that in these things, you have to see that God is your ultimate master. One, you see, sometimes God can give you one blessing. That may be greater than your whole one year salary. One blessing. One open door. One favor. God can just bring you one person. You do something for the person. And by the time the person recommends you. Your life has been turned around for good. 
But most of the time, we are only looking at what we are getting now. So he said, what shall I give you? Jacob said, you know you are a person of value when your boss tells you, tell me how much you want to be paid. Tell me. Now quote your price. Because in the average workplace, people are paid on a general scale. But there are some people, they negotiate their pay. It's not everybody who is paid like that. There are some people, they negotiate their pay. There's a universal scale and there's a negotiated scale. May you be on the negotiated scale. Somebody say, I'm on the negotiated scale. And listen, if you are going to come on the negotiated scale, that's why this teaching must, you must take it very seriously. If you are going to be on the negotiated scale, you have to increase value. You have to increase what? Value. Look at Joseph. Joseph was another person who had great value. Great value. Great value. Don't sit in life and be stagnant. One of the things I don't like and I hate is stagnancy. Every year, I want to see progress. No matter how insignificant. No matter how small. I cannot stand stagnancy. Anything that is stagnant will soon produce mosquitoes. Have you seen mosquitoes in stagnant waters? They just come. Anything that's stagnant. When you find a stagnant water, you see all kinds of things settle inside. Your destiny is more glorious. Your destiny shall not be stagnated. Genesis 39 verse 1 to 6, Joseph was taken down and Potiphar, this is the seed of Jacob. Now, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and was the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord made all he did to prosper. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him an overseer. You see promotion there? He made him an overseer. Why? He was of value. He made him an overseer. And all that he had, he put it under his authority. So it was from the time that, now take note, from the time he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Where was Joseph's field of operation? It was in the house. But the moment he took over, that's excellent leadership there. The moment he took over, the effect of his leadership was felt everywhere, in the house and in the field. But the area of his expertise and his jurisdiction, the area of his uh, work was the house. So he was blessed for his sake. David was another person of value. Somebody say, I'm a person of value. Say, I'm a person of great value. Say, I'm a person of great value. Now, listen, 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 listen. God has already made you a person of an outstanding value. I think yesterday we went somewhere, and I was telling Pastor Sammy, that what makes you valuable is the price that was paid for your redemption. That is one. That is on God's sight. But there are some dimensions that human beings look to measure your value. Because see, if God is going to promote you, he's not going to promote you in an empty space. He will use men to promote you. If you look all through scripture, God has always used men. And there are things men look out for. And this teaching is going to be centered on that area. Most times we pray, we fast, but still unbelievers take advantage of us. They take the best things of life and it's as if we were born on the wrong side of life. No. There are certain principles they know and they are working. And as long as we are in the world, those principles are relevant. Are you with me here? And those are the things we want to explore and see how best we can harness them so that with your tongue speaking, with your prayer and fasting, with your Bible meditation, all of that put together, 
there is no way an unbeliever should be promoted and you are sitting down. I'm not communicating. But the time an unbeliever gets promoted, you have been promoted three times. Can somebody give me an amen? Now, now, that, that is how it ought to be. That's how it ought to be. That's how it ought to be. The man David was a man of outstanding value. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said to him, Surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. Let our master command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp. And it shall be that he will play it with his hand when the distressing spirit from God is upon you and you shall be well. So Saul said to his servant, Provide me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I've seen the son of Jesse, a Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of what? Prudent in sweet, handsome person, and the Lord is with him. Therefore Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son, who is with the sheep. Take note, he was with the sheep. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a skin of wine, and a young goat, sent them by his son David to Saul. So, so David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Can you see the change in position? From being a shepherd to the position of an armor bearer. From being in the desert, taking care of sheep, to running errands in the palace. If that is not promotion, I don't know what it is. David was valuable. He was in the desert as a shepherd boy. But he had in him the value that could make him run the errands in the palace. You see, it's not where you were born that matters. It's not the kind of school you attended that matters. It's not your background that matters. It's how much valuable you are. Now, David, there is no university where David went to get all of those trainings. He added value to himself. And I want you to come to a place where you would be deliberate at adding value to yourself. When you think, people will know that this person carries value. Am I communicating? People will be dumbfounded when you pick microphone in your ministry. When I'm preaching, the moment you hear me, you must know that this pastor carries value. Am I communicating? When you stand in an office and you are giving a presentation, they must know that you are a pharmacist of value. You are a doctor of value. Am I communicating here at all? It's always important. The man became from a shepherd boy to an armor bearer in the palace because of how valuable he was. What of Daniel? Conspiracies were made against Daniel. So obviously, Daniel would not have had it easy to have risen in a strange land. You know, even in Ghana here, do you know that they play a lot of tribal cards, particularly in public offices and sometimes even private offices. They play it a lot. But you see, sometimes they can play it up to a certain point. When your value is above the politics, they will still come back to you. They will still come back what? To you. They will come back to you. There was no uh, parliamentary decision, no vetting whatsoever. Joseph became no parliamentary vetting. Whether they boycotted his vetting or not, nobody said, you don't need to vet him. He's I've certified. He's okay for me. Can we find a man? Can we find a man? In whom is the spirit of God? The moment we couldn't find his type. You see, when they can't find your type, they will give you the job. But your type is too common. Your type is too common. Your type is too common. You are so common. The way you think, so common. Your time, the way you come to work, 
It's an ordinary time. Everything you do is so common. If you want to stand out in life, you do the uncommon thing. You do the uncommon thing. If you will stand out, you have to do the uncommon thing. Let me quickly run you through. I have about nine minutes or less to close. Five reasons why you must become a person of value. One, it guarantees promotion wherever you find yourself. When you are a person of value, you always be promoted. You don't have to pray for promotion. You'll be promoted. The two talent men, they were promoted automatically. They didn't pray for it. They didn't fast for it. They were just promoted. Somebody say, I'm promoted. Yeah, you'll be promoted when you become a person of value. A person of value will always be promoted. In fact, they are always concerned about a person of value because they don't know what to do with you. They know that you are too valuable. If they don't take care of you, somebody may take you. So all the time they are looking for, what can we do? What can we do for you? What can we do for you? You will be promoted. I said you will be promoted. The master said, hey, I gave you five. You have made it ten. I gave you two. You have made it four. I will make you a ruler over many things because I know you will add value. A valuable person's promotion may be delayed but can never be denied. Somebody say, my promotion as a valuable person may be delayed but can never be denied. It may be delayed. It may be delayed, but it can never be denied. So when people are doing all kinds of gimmicks against your promotion at your place of work, don't worry about it. Keep on adding value. Keep on improving your value. Keep on and adding value to yourself. Eventually, they will call for you at a higher place. I see your name called in places of honor. I see your name called in places of honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. A person of value makes you a super profitable servant. When you are a person of value, you become a super profitable servant. Somebody say a profitable servant. Say I'm a profitable servant. A person of value. A church member of value is a valuable church member. A leader of value is a valuable leader. A worker of value is a profitable worker. Everywhere. He says... Cast the unprofitable servant. Did you see how he was described? He was described as unprofitable because he didn't bring any value. What value are you adding where you are? You know, when people are working for salary and all of those things, most of the time, they just look at what is coming into the organization and then they say, ah, the way monies are coming here, they should be given us more. Now listen, that is wrong thinking. You always have to think, what value am I adding? If you are asking for increment, the increment should be predicated on the value you are adding. Am I communicating? Your value is not determined by how much. How much we give you is not a function of how much comes. But how much has come through your contribution. Am I communicating here? That is important. A valuable person makes you a super profitable servant. Genesis 41 verse 34 to 37 to 40. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this? A man in whom is the spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God has showed you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house. And according to your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. Number three, becoming a valuable person gives you long-term relevance. Somebody say long-term relevance. It gives you long-term relevance. It gives you long-term relevance. You are forever necessary. 
That's what it means to be relevant. Long-term relevance. You cannot be written off. Have you heard people say, eh, when the organization was small, we, we have sweated and we have built the organization. Now they are just giving the, the big, big post to small, small boys. Have you heard it said somewhere? They like to say it in our local context, in our Ghanaian context. When a young man comes and he's supposed to be given a position, a high position, the, the people who are older there, they begin to talk. Ah, you cry, when did you come? How come they are sidelining all of you? No, listen. If you refuse to add value to yourself, you'll be sidelined. When it's time, because see, you will not be promoted because you have been here for long. You'll be promoted because you have added value. Am I communicating? We want to drive the organization forward. So we are looking for men and women who have value. Somebody say, I have value. Say, I'm a valuable person. Daniel was a valuable person. Four different kings, all of them, they liked him. Nebuchadnezzar liked him. He couldn't do without him. Darius liked him. Sarius. In fact, they so liked him that though he was not a native, and if they had, I'm sure some, you remember, this, the people conspired against him. They said, let's kill him. They couldn't kill him. He was so loved and he was ever relevant. You will be always relevant. You will always be relevant. In the mighty name of Jesus. A person of value is always relevant. Always relevant. People will always call for you. You shall always be called. Number four, becoming a person of value makes you enjoy continuous favor. You will experience continuous favor. And I'm talking about favor with men. As for God, you have favor with him always. Because of what Christ has done in Christ, you have favor with God. You are accepted in the beloved. So, there is nothing you are going to do to be accepted more before God. But to be accepted before men, hear me and hear me well. You have to become a person of value. Men will not accept you because you are okay. No, 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 no. That's why the Bible says man looks on the outside. So, when they look on the outside, how valuable are you? Then they say, okay, take this. You are a person of value. You will enjoy continuous favor. Dr. Mike Medoc said, one day of favor is worth a thousand years of labor. One day of favor. One day of favor. He picked Joseph from the prison and he took him into the palace. Daniel was preferred. Daniel 6, 3. He was preferred above all because he was a valuable person. Valuable person. Valuable person. Valuable person. May you become a person of great value. You will be a person of great value. You will be a person of great value. By the time they came to Jacob and they said, tell us how much you want to be paid. That was favor. Favor. Huge favor. Huge favor. Everything that was happening in Potiphar's house, Joseph had a hand in it. Everywhere Joseph went to, you remember he enjoyed favor? In Potiphar's house, he had favor. When he went to the prison, he had favor because he was always valuable. And finally, becoming a valuable person makes you a positive witness of Christ makes you a positive witness of Christ. Somebody say, I'm a witness of Christ. I'm a positive witness. It's not everyone who is a positive witness. There are some people, they are bad witness. Yeah. They allow the name of God to be blasphemed because of their deeds. May you not allow the name of Christ to be blasphemed because of you. May the name of embassy of life not be ridiculed because of you. May everywhere you go, may people say of you that you are a person of distinction. You are a person of value. Shout a better amen. Shout a better amen. 
Daniel chapter 3 verse 29 and 30 as I close. He said, therefore I make a decree that any people, now look at this, this is a positive witness. Any people, nation, language, which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their house shall be made an, an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Are you with me here? He said, there's no God. Don't joke with their God. Their value is in their relationship with their God. Next week, we'll start exploring becoming a person of value. What makes you a person of value? Because you must be a person of value. We are being called to raise people who will impart their wealth. That is what this church is about. And if you are not valuable, you cannot make any meaningful contribution to your world. And so that is why we are doing this teaching. And I pray that you will follow it to the end. And then you will ask for grace from God. In fact, that grace is made available. Just use it. Somebody say, I have grace to add value to myself. I'll be sought after. I'll be sought after. Anywhere I go, men will look for me. Anywhere I go, I will stand out. I'm ordained for the top. And the top, I shall stand. Nothing will bring me down. My destiny is bigger than my family. My destiny is bigger than my nation. My destiny is to impart my world. And it begins with becoming valuable. Afroqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afroqua on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Oh,